Welcome to The Practice Podcast, a show created by lawyers to help lawyers in life and business without all the complicated lawyer language. Let's welcome Bast Amron founders and your hosts, Jeff Bast and Brett Amron. Hello, I'm Jeff Bast. And I'm Brett Amron. And this is The Practice Podcast. Today, we have a special guest with us, one of our star associates who joined us a year ago, a little over a year ago, in a totally different time and a totally different world <laughs> than we're in today. Little did we all know. But we wanted to talk to Jamie Leggett today and introduce you to him. Welcome, Jamie. We are here today to ask Jamie because Jamie made the move, was a trendsetter really, made the move from New York to Miami in, I think it was the end of 2019, right? That's about right. Yeah. October, yeah. Yeah, October of 2019. And we know, we've heard and know and seen that a lot of people, individuals, as well as lawyers are feeling out and deciding whether to make the move. And we wanted to to talk to Jamie and ask him some questions about his move, about things that he's learned since he's been here and some of the differences and some of the benefits of, of being down and practicing in Miami. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you for having me and thank you for the great introduction. Yeah, Jamie. So why don't you tell us just really briefly a little bit about your background? So briefly, I'm originally a Florida native from Orlando. I left, of course, to go to college at the University of Pennsylvania. Then I went to law school up in New York City and I clerked for some bankruptcy judges up there and in California. And I was practicing bankruptcy and commercial litigation in New York for about seven years before coming down here to Miami. Starts to hit, you know, I would start thinking like, wow, I'm not built for this. I am a Florida <laughs> person through and through. And then ultimately I decided, I was like, you know what, this is the year that I'm actually going to do it. And I was looking around at different places to move to and I considered Texas, I considered the Carolinas, and I kept coming back to Florida because I, I like the weather. I like hot climates. That's just what I'm used to. I like the people down here. I like the culture. I like the familiarity. I liked that I had family down here. It all just really fit. And then after I made that decision, I was like, okay, let me let me take the Florida bar and let me set this up and let me start trying to find opportunities down there. So just to jump in, other than the weather, I mean, it, it, like, were there some other factors that weighed Miami? Because you're from Orlando, which some people listening to the podcast may not know is about three and a half, four hours up the turnpike from here. And one would say maybe a totally different world than Miami. But were there some distinguishing factors that led you to Miami specifically or Florida as opposed to Texas or North Carolina? So Miami in particular, I, I suppose if people like attorneys in New York are considering coming down to Florida from elsewhere, they may not fully appreciate that there are, like you mentioned, different parts of Florida. Orlando is a bit more sedate, a little bit fewer opportunities than in South Florida. It has a little bit of a different practice, a little bit of a different feel and focus. Mm -hmm. Down in Miami in particular, the practice is going to be a little more Latin influenced, Latin American influenced to a certain extent. There's also going to be more opportunities. There's also going to be more bigger cases, juicier cases to be able to work on in South Florida in particular. There's also a stronger connection in terms of legal work mm -hmm. between South Florida and New York City as compared to in Orlando or a Tampa. Orlando, Tampa, Jacksonville, they're great cities. There's a lot you can do there and you can live really good lives there. So you'll just have to 
figure it out for yourself what type of practice and lifestyle you, you want. How have you found the practice in South Florida as compared to New York? You've been here now almost a year and a half, right? October, so. That's about right. I think your math is about right. And generally speaking, when you compare the practice of New York City versus Miami, it's like, it's like night and day. The Florida practice tends to be much more collegial, much friendlier. Obviously, you still litigate and you still fight for your client's rights or advocate for your client's rights in court. But the bankruptcy bar in particular tends to be a bit smaller than in New York City. So people, you know, they know what goes around comes around and they tend to be much friendlier. They'll take your phone calls. They'll try to talk it out with you. Whereas in New York, there tends to be a bit more of a sharp elbows practice. (laughs) And that might be driven in part by the clients Mm because a lot of the clients up in New York are these Wall Street institutions that think in terms of sharp elbows and they want that sort of advocacy. And so you see that in your daily practice. Whereas down here, the culture is much more, I think it's more sustainable. So six months into your, after your move, the world stops. And (laughs) what do you mean? uh, Right. In March, the office closed, you shutter to your apartment here in Miami. Did you have any contact with anybody up in New York? Like, what was the differences about being here in Miami as opposed to maybe being in New York? I know New York was the center of everything at that time, given what was going on there. But what's the differences that you've seen or talked to your friends about or family about in terms of being down here versus there? So I think that the differences are striking enough that a lot of people are trying to move from New York City down to South Florida. At that point in time, it's just a very different lifestyle. It's so cold and you can only do things really outside with six feet of social distance. Getting that amount of distance in New York City is very challenging. And it's also cold, so you're just freezing and, and kind of it's... Whereas down here in Miami, it's much warmer. There's a lot more open space. So, I mean, just logistically being in New York during a pandemic is just a lot of things are closed. You still have to ride the subway and the subway is obviously like my sister in New York. She has to ride the subway to get to her office, which is not optimal. Um, And she, in fact, actually got COVID. She's fine now. But it's when you're living in New York and if you really need to avoid COVID, it's a very challenging place to live. In Miami, it's so much easier. And there's, you know, there's outdoor dining, there's outdoor events occurring. So you're not just locked up in your apartment 24-7. So when you made the move or when you made the decision to make the move, what was the first thing you did? Is there any advice you'd give for someone thinking about making the move? So for an attorney making the move, well, I'd say one, come down here, experience it, check out the different regions, see what you like, see what you don't like. And then if you decide you're like, yeah, I really do envision myself having a practice down here, uh, you're going to want to consider taking the Florida bar. There are in-house opportunities down here. And I I know some people from up north trying to find in-house opportunities down here. They exist, but they're not as easy to find as firm opportunities, law firm opportunities. For those, you'll do better if you have passed the Florida bar already. And for that, you're going to want to take a bar course or have some sort of study program. The Florida bar is not easy 
You cannot walk into it cold. It's not like Florida law and New York law are that dissimilar, but especially if you've been practicing for a bit, you really need a refresher course. And then you'll take it. Hopefully you'll pass it. And then hopefully you can start interviewing. Yeah, I remember actually when your resume came to us that the fact you had already passed the Florida bar was a big selling point. It it showed to us a real commitment that you weren't just somebody who was looking to, thinking about coming to Miami. You had committed to Florida. So I agree. So being down here now, close to a year and a half, what's the, what would you say is like the one biggest surprise? Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, right? (laughs) Uh, Sometimes it can be bad, but you know, what's the thing that surprised you the most? Well, I guess there's two surprises. One is I no longer get seasonal affective disorder, which I would get in in the winter in New York. So that's been absolutely mind-blowingly great. The other thing is the traffic. Somehow drivers down here in Miami are worse than in New York City. (laughs) You'd think it'd be the other way around, Mm -hmm. but I have seen things on these streets that look like Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> so. I mean, in fairness to Miami, a lot of those drivers that you're seeing are from somewhere else. A lot of tourists here. Well, there's a lot of tourists in New York too. I'm going to yeah. defend that for but a they're second. They're not driving. They all, they're they in all, the backs they're, of cabs. <laughs> it, is, it is chaos in New York City, but they all sort of move in the same way. That's true. In the same direction. That is true. Well, there's also so much traffic. It's a slow-moving chaos. Yeah. It's, so you can only do so much when you're stuck bumper to bumper at 15 miles yeah. per hour. Yeah, not a you mean not a right turn from the left lane, four lanes over. Yeah. Yeah, that's always fun when that happens. Or I once saw on the causeway there, you know, there's a median. It became bumper to bumper traffic and someone actually drove sixty miles per hour on the grassy median. <laughs> oh boy. Which was interesting. That's why there's the hashtags what? Only in only in, only, only in Dade. Only in Dade, only in Florida, or because Florida, Florida man, there's so right. many. Mm-hmm. We live up to it, yeah, for sure. What, if anything, would you do differently given your experiences of you know transitioning down to Miami? I would have done it earlier. I would have done it earlier. I think the only thing that delayed is this, it is a move, you know, and you have to commit to the Florida bar, you have to commit to the time to it and commit the energy and time to a job search and and to establishing new routes mm-hmm. down here in Florida. But given how great it's been, I just would have done it earlier. Would you recommend to lawyers who are thinking about it? You so you suggested taking the Florida bar. I agree. That's a great way to show commitment. Did you then send resumes? Did you go through a recruiter? I mean, I know you came to us through a recruiter, but did you look before that? I did both. I did both direct and I did through a recruiter. So I did both of them and both were fruitful. I feel that the recruiter was a bit more fruitful just because at the time I was working full time in a very busy job with preparing for trials and the like. So I didn't have the time like a recruiter does to actually pound the pavement, as it were. So the re- having the recruiter was incredibly helpful. And by the way, just one point, I'm not sure all the listeners appreciate that Florida does not have reciprocity, mm-hmm. which is why we keep pounding on this take the Florida bar fact, because yeah. you, can't, you can't wave in. Yeah, there's a reason for that, obviously. I think one of the reasons is because of, you know, retirees typically would be moving down here. And so, you know, Florida did not want that reciprocity. I, candidly, I think that's probably not much of an issue, as much of an issue. And there's probably reason to rethink that, but that's for the Florida bar to reconsider. So other than taking the bar and doing that, I mean, it's a different world now, right? I mean, you can't as easily hop on an airplane and fly down or some people may be more willing to do that and meet in person. But 
any advice that you would have or what you're hearing from colleagues of yours up in New York as to what they're doing or how they're going about searches uh, in a pandemic time? I think most of the people I know coming down here are simply working remotely from New York. I don't know how many of them are going to want to stay here or mm-hmm. try to stay here after the pandemic is over or we have less concerns about it, perhaps in 2022 or whenever that day <laughs> right. may be. Right. But the ones I know who actually are looking for employment down here to make an act to move down here to work for an employer in Florida are generally using recruiters and they're also generally coming down here to interview in person. I've done Zoom interviews or interviewing people, and uh, there's still something about that in-person connection to really get a sense of somebody. Because Zoom communications, especially for the first time meeting someone, can be a bit, there can be a bit of a disconnect there on a technological level, as well as just the fact that you're not physically there with the person. And in any event, if you really want to move down here, you really want to see what it actually is like, as opposed to just Googling it. You know, you want to get an actual feel for it because you're committing yourself to be here and to live here. Yeah, agreed. Anything you regret about the decision? No. I, other I other than being on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's nothing I really regret about the decision. I am, in fact, I actually think that I was very lucky that I got out before everyone else <laughs> left. I suppose now it might be a little tougher to find opportunities down here, given that there's a lot more people who are trying to move down here. But no, it's it's been a great lifestyle change, you know, both before and after COVID. Except for the fact that now I have to look in the rearview mirror to make sure the person behind me isn't gonna, <laughs> gonna hit me or anything, but right because of the bad traffic. But other than that, it's been great. Awesome. Well, we're super happy to have you here. We're lucky to have connected with you. Thank you for being on the podcast today. We appreciate it Uh, and giving everybody some much needed advice, people who are considering coming down. So yeah, if you're thinking about it, come on down. The water's warm. It literally, the water is warm. As opposed to California, where I also lived. You step into the Pacific, (laughs) you freeze. But in Florida, it's nice, it's warm, it's inviting. I've been glad to come down here. Beach is beautiful. The firm has been great. And the practice down here has been wonderful. Thank you, Jamie, for joining us. If you want to connect with Jamie, he's on LinkedIn, Jamie Leggett, L-E-G-G-E-T-T. And you can also find him on our website at bassdamron.com. And thank you. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Jeff. And a shout out to Nelson. For more information on this show and other resources, visit FastAmron.com and connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at FastAmron.